Welcome to the Marriage and Motherhood Podcast. I'm your host, Michelle Perda. I'm a life and marriage coach for moms, wife, mom of three, and I'm also an Aries, and for my fellow human design nerds, a sacral manifesting generator. This podcast is for women who want to be happier in their marriage as they navigate their journey through motherhood, even if you're like me and you weren't shown how while growing up. Inside, we're going to be talking about breaking generational cycles when it comes to how to handle conflict in healthy ways, redefining motherhood your way, and prioritizing your well-being because here, we believe that women don't have to sacrifice their happiness to be a great mom. And a quick note to mamas listening with kids around, you may want to pop your earbuds in because nothing is left unsaid on this show, which means there may be times where something I say isn't meant for little ears. Are you ready? Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Marriage and Motherhood Podcast. This week's episode, I'm going to be talking about what to do when you don't know where to start with working on your marriage. This week, I want to talk to you about something that is going to be um, like a part two from last week. Last week, I talked about goal setting and how that can support your marriage. And today I'm going to be talking about clarity and awareness and how important it is to have that for you to know how to make progress in your marriage, right? A lot of times when we are unhappy with a circumstance, so this case, our marriage, right? Whether we don't like how communication is flowing Uh, in the relationship. We don't like how we feel disconnected or we're really lacking that partnership that we are craving from our partner in our marriage. It's sometimes hard to know what to do to make progress, right? We're just like, well, I just know that I want it to be different. And this is why having awareness and clarity is so important because without that, we are feeling directionless. We don't know where to go. Things feel overwhelming. And it's essential to have these two things to improve your relationship with your partner, okay? But because of that confusion that can happen, we tend to do nothing about it and hope that things get better. Or sometimes um, our our thoughts and, and feelings get the best of us and we end up doing things that actually get us farther away from what we want, aka self-sabotage. Not on purpose, obviously, but sometimes the hurt side of us starts to push away our partner, which creates more distance or, or worse communication or less partnership, okay? So I'm going to give you an example I'm going to give you an example. So let's take connecting. Let's say that you want to feel more connected with your husband and you do not know what to do. All you know is that you want to feel more connected. Okay. You'd like to enjoy more time with them. Um, and, and actually enjoy the time together. You want to feel like both of you enjoy being in each other's presence, but right now it feels like you're more like co-parenting roommates and that fiery sizzle that once was there is now more of a memory than a recurring state that you find yourselves in, right? And when you're together, maybe you hate that he's on his phone all the time and that it seems like you rarely have his undivided attention and that all you two talk about are responsibilities, right? Like kids, house, work, logistics, 
you get the deal, right? Maybe you don't like that when you're around each other at home, you kind of just pass each other without acknowledgement. So really, truly like roommates. Or maybe you don't like that when you go to bed, all you do when you get there is both pass out, right? There's like no connecting going on. And it's much easier, as you can see, and maybe you're like, you're feeling this, it's much easier for you to think of things that you don't like. Because anytime it happens, we're like, ding, don't like that. Ding, don't like that, right? But when it comes to thinking of what we want instead, that's where the work lies. That's where the challenge is. And when we, when you don't know what that answer is or what those answers are, it's hard to know what to do to change things to work towards that, right? So like, how can you set a goal if you don't have clarity? How can you set a goal if you don't have awareness of what it is that you want instead of what is currently happening, all right? Now, if you're resonating with this, don't worry, I have a tip for you to help you get over this state of confusion that you might be in of like, I don't know what to do, this is just how marriage is when you have kids and Yes, it can be that way, right? But also, it doesn't have to be that way, okay? This is where having that clarity, awareness mixed with being intentional can help you change the dynamic of your relationship even if you're still raising kids, even if you have young kids, okay? Because that's not how... I'm sure this is not how you saw your marriage going when you said, I do. You didn't, you didn't see it going this way. Once you decided to have kids, you didn't say, okay, let's have kids and completely ignore each other because we're going to be too busy and tired, right? Like this is not why people get married. We get married with the hopes that we're connected. We can have fun. We can love each other. And we have a teammate to go through life with and truly enjoy each other and build a family with a strong foundation of love, right? We don't walk into it expecting to like be irritated each other at each other all the time or walk by without really noticing each other and essentially letting it die down. Okay, at least that's not why I got married or why I decided to have kids. But it is a very normal process that a lot of parents experience. And I'm here to tell you that if this is you, just acknowledge this is where you're at and also do something about it. Okay, there are things you can do about it, even if it feels like, oh, well, my husband's not going to be on board with that or, you know, I don't know what to do. Okay. If, if you're, if you're the latter, I'm glad you're watching this. And if the answer was the first one, you are way more influential over your husband than you're giving yourself credit for. So I'm just going to leave that there. I'm just going to leave that there. Okay. Uh, and if that's you, I urge you to actually listen to one of my earlier podcast episodes on how your marriage can change even without, or I should say, even before you like formally involve your partner, because you have so, so much influence with your behaviors and how you respond and react that it only takes one person to initiate it, but it does take two. I'm not, I'm like, 
I'm not going to ignore that part. It does take two to have a strong relationship, but you don't have to wait. Right? You don't have to play the waiting game of like, okay, when my partner does this, then I will also put in the work. Okay. So anyway, more on that in the podcast episode, go check it out. But the tip, okay. So the tip is, is that you can start with first asking yourself, how do I want to feel? Okay. Start with that. If you're having a challenging time thinking of, well, what do I want instead of what is happening right now? Just ask yourself that question. It is super simple, super effective, and we tend to overcomplicate things as humans, okay? We get ahead of ourselves when we problem solve or something as important as feeling disconnected in our marriage, but us overcomplicating things is making it harder for us and leading us to do nothing different because we become overwhelmed. And when we're overwhelmed and there's so much other things going on, we're going to take the path of least resistance. We're going to be like, I don't know, like avoid it. Right. And go do something that is much easier, that takes less brain power, something that maybe we feel like we excel more in. Um, and it's simpler to handle. So like, maybe you'll decide to just like, oh, forget it. I don't have time to think about this. I, I, I don't have the energy for this. I'm just going to go fold some laundry. I'm going to just go watch TV. I'm just going to go hang out with my kids. I'm just gonna, you know, fill in the blank. Okay. Now, once you know how you want to feel, then you could start filling it out more, right? I want you to kind of think about like, drawing. Okay. I'm not an artist. So if you are one, bear with me. Hopefully it makes sense. All right. Now imagine you're drawing a bird. Okay. Now when you're drawing, you first have to start out with the outline, right? You need some structure. Okay. You need that before you start filling out the details. Like you're going to draw out the outline of the bird before you start drawing the feathers and adding color and you know, so on and so forth, right? So starting out with a structure, the details don't matter yet because if there is no clarity in what it is that you're wanting to draw, then you adding all the details, all the colors onto the page without an outline, it's going to be unclear of what it is that you're drawing. It's just going to be colors on a page. So much like the example of feeling connected, right? Like if you don't know what you need to feel connected or how you feel when you feel connected, you're just going to be doing all kinds of things that may not actually have the impact that you're desiring to have, right? When we slow down to focus on, okay, what is it that I actually want to feel that will let me know that I am connected, that's when you could start filling in the colors, filling in the details, and it comes more naturally versus, okay, I wanna feel connected. How do I feel connected? How do I feel connected? Especially if it's been a while since you felt connected, 
it could feel really awkward. Like, oh, I don't want to do that because it's been a while. He's going to think it's weird. He's not going to go along with it. Or, you know, all these like excuses and mind drama starts to flood your brain. And then you do nothing, which is not where you want to be, right? We want to get to a place where you have some direction and you know what you want to do and how you can get there, what it is that you want to feel, what you can do about it so that you can actually start making the changes on your end to see how things go from there, right? Like I say this all the time, nothing changes if nothing changes. So something, even if it's like the smallest thing, needs to change. So what is it, right? So first starting off with how do I want to feel? And then continuing to ask yourself questions from there. Okay, so I want to feel loved, right? Or I want to feel like desired, or I want to feel funny, you know, like not funny, like, oh, I feel strange, but funny, like he enjoys being with me. I make him laugh and, and we have fun together. That kind of funny. <laughs> so as you can see, there's lots of different definitions of what connected could be like. And so really getting down to what your actual experience needs to be in order for you to feel connected is really important. So this is why like asking your friends, asking your family members is not helpful because you're the one that has the answers. You're the one that has to spend the time figuring out, well, what do I need to feel connected, right? Like how, what other emotions need to be felt and experienced in order for me to feel connected? Then once you have that figured out, then you could start filling in the colors and adding in the details and shading and whatever. Like I said, I'm not an artist. Okay. Actually, I really suck at drawing. I'm more of like a stick figure person, to be honest, but then you can color in, like, then you can fill in all the details, um, like what you, what you want him to do, what environment you need, what you need from yourself, what you want him to say, all of that. Okay. But you can't do that until you have the clarity, until you have the awareness of how you want to feel. And maybe it's several emotions and that's totally fine. Just getting really honest with yourself about what does it mean for me to feel connected? How else do I want to feel or what do I need to feel in order to end up feeling connected? Whatever that means to you. Okay. And also just like, on the same vein of awareness, what may be contributing to this void being present in your marriage? So let's say you're not feeling connected. Okay, well, why not? What are the different obstacles that are in the way? And really taking like a 360 view of what's going on, what's contributing to you feeling disconnected. And your husband is only one aspect of that. He is not the whole picture, right? There's a whole other side of your experience of life that can be and is most likely contributing to your lack of feeling connected. Okay. Like your work life, if you work, your, your boundaries, your, um, 
what else is there? There's, there's a whole lot, like your home life, how you feel about yourself, there, how much you take care of yourself, the foods you eat, how you, um, how much time you have to yourself, how much time you hang out with your friends. Like there are so many different factors that affect our well-being mentally, physically, and spiritually, that there is way more going on that is impacting your feeling of disconnect than your husband. Okay. And this is exactly why I'm hosting that free workshop. Okay. So if you are one of the people who is lacking that clarity, who is lacking that awareness, and you don't know where to start because you need to know where you're going in order for you to know what steps you're going to take towards whatever, better communication, better connection, better collaboration, right? So if you're wanting that clarity, if you're wanting support to get that clarity and be able to define your next step so that you can start to have more direction in terms of what is this work that I need to do to improve my marriage, then join the free workshop that I'm hosting on September 22nd. Okay. This is exactly what the workshop is designed to do is to help you bring clarity to make over your marriage. Hence the name marriage makeover. Okay. We're going to take a look at what it is that you want, how to get there, all the things that are impacting it so that you can, on an individual level, do everything you need to do to support yourself to A, know what you're doing, B, to support yourself to receive what it is that you want to receive. So feeling connected, feeling love, feeling desired, feeling, um, I already said desired, but like, you know, anything that you are wanting to feel, we have to be available for that. And so just taking a look at all the different factors that affect us as women, as mothers, as wives to make us available, right? Because if we're not available, then we're not going to do the thing that we need to do, that we need to do, to do the work in order to create the change that we want to see, to create the impact and influence that our marriage just needs that little push to set it in the right direction. Okay. Now I can tell you that if you're feeling like, no, my marriage is how it is. It's hopeless. It's just like, I've gotten used to it. All my clients, right? have felt like that at one point. And you would be surprised at how small the shifts need to be in order for everything to change. Like I want you to imagine a domino effect, right? It's just about positioning the dominoes in the right spacing in order for just one thing, one small shift for them all to fall down, right? Obviously, I don't want your marriage to fall down um, unless it needs to end, in which case, let's talk, right? But as you can see, like, it's not about big, grand gestures all the time. It rarely is that. It's about taking a look at what's the most efficient, impactful way to create the change that I want right? 
in a way that feels like it's in full integrity with yourself so that you're not walking all over yourself, right? We always do things from an empowered standpoint for, from a, a point that feels really good to you, right? And growth, personal growth always, because that's what helps us be more resilient to life in general. And then just seeing how each small change that you make to help yourself enhance your experience of your marriage can truly impact and influence your partner to follow your lead and maybe eventually take over the lead. And then you guys can be on the same page, right? It's not about forcing. It's about influencing. It's about doing what feels good to you to feel like I'm proud of the person that I'm showing up as, as a wife, not being super reactive, although there is room for that because we're still human, but being really intentional about, no, I am really proud of the person that I'm being in all of these situations, right? And I always like to equate it to like, um, what's the word? like a, a dance choreography, right? Like, I don't know who likes to watch So You Think You Can Dance, but like, that's one of my favorite reality shows. In a choreography, right, we are all doing a specific dance with our partners right now. Whether you like the dance or not is irrelevant, okay? But you're all doing a choreography that you two have co-created over time. Now, if you're wanting your marriage to be something different, then you are wanting to learn a new choreography, right? But guess what? Even just changing one step in the dance turns it into a new choreography. And that is exactly what is needed for you to create the change that you want to see. Just one change, okay? Not sure what it is specifically for you, but in the workshop, we can help you identify what that is but sometimes all it takes is one thing, right? Like I, I made a post, um, I want to say a few days ago about like how me deciding to start going to uh, indoor rowing classes at the row house, which I highly recommend by the way, um, has led me to seek out more healthy foods. It's, it's led me to go to bed earlier. And it's like, it's not like it was like this huge thing. I just made one decision and I decided to stay committed to that decision. And that has influenced a whole lot of other decisions that have supported me in feeling better about myself, about making better decisions for myself, right? And this is the same way. And so if you're wanting support with this, come join the workshop. It is free. I will be answering questions that you might have um, afterwards to help you get your, you know, to get moving towards creating the marriage that you want. And I really hope I see you there. I want to see you all happy. Okay. I want you to enjoy your relationship, no matter how old your kids are. I don't want you to feel like you're not proud of the example that you're setting for your kids. I also don't want you to get to the point where the kids get older and they move out. Maybe they go to college or whatever. And it's you and your husband and you're like, uh, we don't have our buffers anymore. What's going on? I don't know how to talk to you. I don't know how to hang out with you. What do we do? Right. And then you're kind of like strangers, right? 
that's what I want to avoid for you. So let's get clear on what it is that needs to be worked on, that needs to change, what subtle things that you can do to support yourself and your marriage at the same time so that you can get back to that initial vision that you had when you said I do, when you decided to have kids together, okay? So I hope this was helpful. Again, the tip is asking yourself, how do I want to feel? And then building off of that continuing to ask yourself questions to really flesh out the different things that you can do to help you create that feeling, right? From doing things for yourself, asking for things of other people, and making decisions that will support you in receiving that feeling and experiencing that feeling and setting the stage for your marriage to do a different dance choreography. All right. Um, if you want more details, I will post the link in the show notes. I hope you join us. I look forward to meeting you, to being in community with you and supporting you. And that's it for this episode. I hope you liked it and I'll catch you on the next one. Bye. If you like this podcast, I invite you to reach out to work together. Because how things are right now doesn't have to be how things are for the rest of your life. I'm here to support you in identifying what small shifts you can make so you can improve your communication and connection with your husband while creating a fulfilling life. This means getting specific feedback for your unique life and relationship so that you can focus your effort on what actually creates more joy and connection in your life. Thank you so much for listening to the Marriage and Motherhood Podcast. I hope that this episode helped you deepen your relationship with your husband and more importantly, with yourself. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to leave a review. See you back here next week. Bye.